0: Super excited to talk to you. Um, you know, you're the founder of Whole Plant Medicine. We've been working together for quite some time. We just had an exciting launch, um, but Whole Plant Medicine, let's just talk about the mission of the brand, kind of where we're headed. Um, g- give me a, a history of Whole Plant Medicine, if you will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, thanks for linking up with me, Cameron. Really pumped to be here. Uh, really happy to have you on the team. It's been great. This uh, this new launch has gone pretty well. So happy to get on here. And I mean, just as far as whole plant medicine goes, just a little bit of background. I mean, whole plant medicine was founded in 2019. um, And originally it was actually just founded as a CBD company, essentially, just because it was a one product company and that was our product, you know? And so that was actually founded through, uh, when my mom was going through chemotherapy, it was, we sought all kinds of alternative things uh, different herbs, supplements, uh, functional medicine, all these different things. And CBD was really just a big game changer for her. And once we found CBD like that, it was, you know, my lifelong back pain had a huge effect from CBD and we are giving it to, uh, you know, I was just making this myself with other medicinal herbs uh, in our own house for our own family. And as more and more people saw effects from this, I said, okay, we have to get this out into the world in a very legitimate way. You know, so we went through the process of actually creating a company, actually creating a product. And this just jived really well with me as a person, just because I've always been big into health supplementation, uh optimization, uh, ever since I was in high school, you know, so that's always been the Rubik's cube that I've been turning my head of like, how can we achieve optimal health? How can we achieve optimization? And just kind of like get back to our roots of like nowadays with screens and stressors and poor diet, a lot of people have so many problems. And you know, with simple lifestyle interventions and supplements, you can really get a huge bang for your buck that a lot of these people, the medical system isn't really isn't really giving them the outlet that they need to pursue health. So that's kind of like what the brand is to me is how can we put health in the people's hands of, you know, teaching people, simple dietary, uh, and lifestyle interventions, simple supplements that can really move metrics in your day-to-day life of, you know, maybe, not everybody needs to be on an opioid if they have these other things that they can go through to mitigate pain on their own and you know it's just there's a lot of things that people can do for themselves to reach optimal health and that's really what i'm all about in my life in my company and it's you know i've really enjoyed having you on because we really do see eye to eye with that you know and it's, it's a whole thing, you know, whether it's nutrition, functional medicine, you know, I'm personally in chiropractic school and i getting a degree in acupuncture as well. So those are two uh, physical modalities to, you know, pursue health and optimization, maybe avoid a surgery and have uh, conservative care. There's so many avenues to this. And, you know, I started kind of my company with CBD, and now we're kind of branching out into all these different things of the tercesterone and the gpc and we're going to have more to come of just all these different facets to simple interventions that people can take in their life to find that health find that optimization of being able to be themselves
0: sure yeah the the putting health back in your hands that's the slogan of the company that's really true right you you're describing not only physical products that are being sold, but also the information, giving it to the people, because a lot of it is kind of that ivory tower philosophy. Um, doctors, you know, come to us, pay your copay, you know, pay exorbitant insurance rates when there could be, um, you know, a modality or a supplement or a lifestyle change that could, that could really greatly benefit them without all of that. Right. Um, you know, I have back pain from a uh, herniated disc. Uh, you know, when you're younger, you, first getting into lifting, you ego lift a bit. I think that that's the origination of that back pain. Um, Working with a chiropractor, I I learned the space a bit better, got into the space understanding, you know, how the body moves a bit more. Um, And then obviously I'm, I characterize myself more uh, as a biohacker. Um, As you know, I'm always tinkering with things. I'm playing around with what I'm eating, how I'm eating it, when I'm eating it, as well as how I'm moving, when I move, and, you know, what I'm moving uh, from the weight perspective. And that's just like a day-to-day, that's, that's not in the back of my mind, that's in the front of my mind all the time. And so when we, you know, connected at first, it was like, dude, this is just like a, a mirror image of me. We're, we're just talking in a mirror to each other. And, you know, some people around us get frustrated by that but it's because I think there's such a, an overlap of your passions, my passions and, you know, where we come together is that philosophy of putting health back into our own hands. And then with the whole point of medicine is putting it back into the hands of um, our customers and our audience.
1: Yeah. And people don't realize the amount of power they have, you know, in their own life and to affect their own bodies, their own minds, you know, like whether it's the thoughts in your own head or the interventions you make on a day-to-day life, you know, people don't realize like, just like what you said you know what you have for breakfast when you have breakfast uh you know your nutritional um load of if you have all your proper vitamins and minerals like these things might be big, making a bigger difference than that blood test that the doctor is ordering for you and maybe putting you on as some kind of synthetic drug that's going to have uh all of these overlapping side effects in your life and you're not really even allowed to ask questions about that kind of stuff. It's just like, well, I'm going to the, this doctor and then that doctor, and then this doctor told me to go there. And they say, this is wrong with me, but I have no understanding of it because all these things are so complicated, but it's at the end of the day, we really are so simple. Like people have been generally healthy across all of time. And it's just like, what are the simple things that we can do to just maintain a baseline of health and then what are the interventions that we could do to really push those pathways to really uh you know either come back from illnesses or nutritional deficiencies that we've acquired from modern society or to even go into the optimization aspect of you know i really want my brain to be firing on all cylinders for 8 or 10 hours a day okay like what are some very simple things that i could do to push those pathways and get that optimization that I feel like I want in my life. And, you know, people have the power to do that for themselves with simple changes, you know?
0: Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. I, I've got the brain fuel in front of me. So this is the latest and greatest from whole plant medicine. Um, this is alpha GPC. So I'm actually going to take it right now. I'm going to show, show who is ever watching is how to take this stuff. So this is a uh, a one millimeter one milliliter dropper. I've got the sublingual solution, and I'm going to put it under my tongue. This is how I take it. Everybody can take it differently. This is not medical advice, but this is how I, as you know, Cameron Russell, takes the the alpha GPC brain fuel. So I t- take it, put it under my tongue, and I'll let it sit. What I do is I swirl it under my tongue, let it mix with some saliva, really get it in near all that, um, very, uh, transferable pathways right into the the blood. It's valuable because this is one of those supplements. Like you, you know, you can take magnesium, you gotta take a capsule orally, you gotta wait for it to kick in the reason why I think about that is that when you're going to bed, magnesium glycinate, great supplement to take, but you gotta wait, you gotta wait for it to digest get absorbed, and actually get to the the areas of effect to relax your body. With alpha GPC, um, specifically the way we formulated the brain fuel is that it's sublingual, right? So we're able to put it under our tongue, and it's not instantaneous. It's not like um, a a shot of alcohol, which you might feel right away. Um, Or um, there's really no no supplements that really hit as fast as these the, the feelings you get when you take sublingual GPC, in my opinion. What, what are your thoughts I, on? I completely
1: agree. I'm a huge fan of the, you know, dropper-based sublingual type of dosing just because of one, that sublingual absorption, which you're gonna get higher absorption rates and you're gonna get faster absorption times into the bloodstream. Um, so, you know, obviously we have our Alpha GPC, which has the tincture, which is awesome. But the other thing is not only that sublingual absorption rate and time uh, and percentage, but you also get the variability of dose, you know, so what you're going to see a lot of times in the alpha GPC market, you're going to see a lot of pre-workouts and new tropics, just kind of throw alpha GPC in there because nowadays it's a little bit becoming a buzzword of people understand that it works, but when you just put, 50, 150, 200 milligrams into something that you might not even be taking the full dose of, what is that doing for you? You know. Whereas this is 300 milligrams per tincture and you could take two, three, four, however many you feel that you need and you can really max that pathway out and really, really dial in that dosing of what kind of choline dose you want and what you need at that moment, you know whereas if it's part of the big proprietary blend or it's in a drink or it's in a powder you're getting a subclinical dose that's not going to have any effect and you can't really play with the dose and that's something that we kind of figured out through our uh, our cbd tinctures is that like Yep, yeah, right there so this is a 1200 milligram tincture if I'm going to bed, I could take the whole thing, 40 milligrams right in one shot. But if it's the morning I'm having some back pain, maybe, uh, you know, that coffee hit me a little bit too hard. I'm a little shaky. I can take 10 milligrams and that's just going to make my back pain kind of calm down and kind of take the stress out of the day, but it's not going to knock me out. And so it's like that same variability of dosing that you don't really get from like a pill or a big proprietary blend powder and i'm really a huge fan of that especially with this gpc just because it's so effective in one ingredient nootropic of if you get that efficacious dose it really really makes a difference with that pathway it pushes
0: right yeah i think a lot of people miss uh misunderstand supplements they think the supplement is the supplement so if i'm taking out the gpc i'm set efficacious dosing is something that is being talked about more but it's, it's never gonna be talked about enough. When, we're, when I'm seeing my, my favorite pre-workout at 200 milli, uh, milligrams per serving, that's okay, great. I, I have it in the supplement, but then when I stack brain fuel on top of the, the pre-workout, I go from a little bit of you know, hype from the caffeine and a bit of focus from the, all the, the, the mix of that proprietary blend, now I'm lasered in. I'm ready for a really solid workout where I'm not distracted as much by my phone. I'm not distracted by the people in the gym. I'm ready for the next set. And then in my experience, I've noticed that my post-workout fatigue, you know, I I leave the gym, you're all ready to go and do work. And then you hit that fatigue state where your neurotransmitters are just sapped. You've you've worked, moved heavy loads, and now you're sapped and you just can't function. And if, if I dose um, brain fuel ahead of the workout, I have a great workout, and then I'm able to carry that momentum into some work after the fact. Or if I'm not thinking about dosing it ahead of time, if I dose it after the fact, I ameliorate those those uh, downsides of that heavy workout, and now I'm able to go into doing some work, doing some reading, studying, whatever, and really still be as focused as if I hadn't hit that heavy workout. And and that's just a beautiful benefit of something like a high dose of GPC.
1: Yeah, that's a great point, Cameron. I mean, that's pretty
0: much. How i use it personally
1: probably the most often i do use it as a pre-workout a lot but other than you know that's pretty simple like just take it before your workout and that's gonna right. help with your workout but the one of the ways that i really enjoy that might not be um might not be what everybody would think of is it's my go-to non-stimulant nootropic so If I get home from, let's just say the gym or a long day, it's like eight, nine o'clock, I've had dinner. I'm just tanked, but I have, you know, X number of things to do that need to get done before I go to bed. Alpha GPC has been my go-to for years at this point of it is just too late for coffee. I can't have coffee, you know, but like my brain is just tanked. I'm sitting there and I'm just like looking at the screen like, oh no, what's going on? And it just really, when your brain fires all day, part of the reason that it stops working at maximal capacity is just the inputs, you know, and that's one of the things that I love about off that see it's not like a drug that goes in there and like opens all your calcium channels or something like a pharmaceutical right. one, this is just giving you more you know, it's like stacking up the logs next to your uh, fireplace. It's just giving you more logs to throw in there. And a lot of times at the end of the big day, your brain is just burnt through all its fuel. So you're just giving it more of that fuel that, you know, as you use more acetyl choline for more nervous system uh, synapses through your brain, as you're using it at a high level, you're running out of choline that's available. You know, you're having to mobilize your reserve supplies and so this just keeps your intravenous blood levels of choline high as they can be so your brain doesn't go into that uh you know deficiency so to speak of acetylcholine
0: right and that deficiency is that brain fog that i know you can get brain fog from a variety of factors but i feel that the the primary driver of of brain fog is deficient uh blood serum choline levels because you yes you might get a euphoria after running but you'll notice that your actual brain performance isn't there you, you might mm-hmm. be ready and excited to do the work but um you know there's there's been studies showing that um endurance athletes after they have depleted their levels of, uh, of acetylcholine they won't perform uh as well with endurance activities and then likewise there's you know a 1001 studies about how uh, deficient levels of choline in the blood will result in lack of focus, lack of motivation. And then the opposite is true, right? It's critical to notice that not only are deficient levels indicative of um, reduced uh, performance, it's that when you supplement from a reduced state, you will see in studies benefits of of that supplementation in improved performance above the baseline. And so you, you see that with choline, that's why it's a really it's a really cool supplement i think that it will be to some to, at one point i believe it's going to be the future of creatine you know the future of creatine, right everybody talks about creatine the most studied it's the most beneficial well not everybody works out not everybody wants to be the most jack look you know hydrated and you know move the most weight everybody wants to get more out of their life and i think that's what the nootropic category does is it's not just okay i can lift more in the gym okay i can look bigger it's physically get more out of life. You can be more alert at a dinner with your family. Like it's it's as silly as that sounds, that's critical for somebody who's killing themselves at work all day, wants to be focused and wants to continue that to the end of the day, right? Yeah,
1: nobody likes feeling sapped. Nobody likes feeling like they have no more brain effort left to give to whatever it is, if it's, you know, a side project or the rest of the work you have to finish, your family, your workout after a long day of work, whatever it is, you don't want to feel like you're sapped. You don't want to feel like you're tapped for the day. You just need to get to bed. Um, and you brought up a great point just as far as like the choline deficiencies. That's one thing I think that resonates with people a lot because everybody's heard that, you know, egg yolks are good for your brain because they have a lot of choline in them or Everybody's heard like people can be deficient in choline, like, oh, they don't, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't eat a lot of eggs or they don't eat salmon or these other great sources of choline, they might become choline deficient. And then, you know, you might find yourself in a doctor's office getting blood tests and they say, oh, you don't have enough choline, that's why you have brain fog and that's why you have fatigue and all these things. And so that's kind of like the long-term, but the short-term is also very interesting to like extrapolate that to. it's like, okay, if you don't have any choline in your diet over the course of a month, you're gonna develop fatigue and brain fog. But like, if you've used all of the stores of choline that you have for that day, are you also gonna get brain fog, you know? So it's like, all right, so, you know, do people feel more on the ball when they're eating more salmon, eating more egg yolks? And then what if we just pushed that pathway to the max? You know, what if we just said, okay, your brain's going to have as much acetylcholine as it can possibly make, irregardless of the nutrients necessary to make. And, you know, that's, I, I don't know, it works for me. You know, it's, it's been very interesting to see how, obviously on a chronic level that works, but how can we zone that in to on an acute level? If I take a big dose of choline, how does that affect that brain fog, fatigue, feeling boing for the day,
0: whatever you want to call it? Right. I think, I, yeah, I definitely think that that's critical. Um, looking at the, the narrow window, right? I think a lot of the supplements that we might take, whether it be zinc or, um, you know, copper or iron, those, those are larger time scale supplements. And that's also why the industry gets a bad rap is, oh, well, you know, will I notice a difference? And then the argument is always, oh, well, you sure you're going to notice a difference when you're, so deficient that you're at a, a significant deficit, or that you've restored that deficit. If you're, you know, so worn down and so deficient, okay, we're going to uh, we're going to alleviate that by, you know, reduce that deficiency. This is something that, you know, stacking that proverbial stack of uh, fire logs um, beside the fire allows you to get almost immediate performance improvement. You know, reduce that brain fog, get that motivation. There was a study about how. Um, supplementation of gpc increases motivation in an acute sense and that's you know data studies research that is proving the things that we experience on a day-to-day basis our customers are experiencing when they take the stuff and it's it's really fascinating i want to kind of take a left turn um i did get a question the other day about um can you get an overdose of choline and i think that um i did some digging into that because it was I know the answer. I thought I knew the answer. So I did some digging and there, there is a concern of, you know, choline overdoses of, Hey, if I'm taking high dose choline, what's going to happen if I have too much? Well, it's interesting. It's unlike other supplements that might be a hybrid stack. We we've seen competitors that have, you you're, you're adding the fuel to the fire, but you're also stopping the fuel in the fire from the, the ashes from burning and getting removed. And that's that overdose scenario where you've added too much fuel and you're not letting the ashes get removed, you're gonna have an issue and that's that overdose. So what's interesting about when you're co- doing choline supplementation is your body can flush out extra. So if you're in too high of a state of choline, there's generally accepted that you can flush that out. When you have stacks of nootropic supplements that are combinations of multiple supplements, so something like a um, Hooper's A which is club moss extract, that will stop the breakdown of that acetylcholine, which is that neurotransmitter that we're kind of trying to supplement. And if you're supplementing choline and preventing its breakdown, that's when you'll get an overdose scenario. So I figured I wanted to address a, a specific question I had gotten. Um, I don't know if you, you have any other questions that you had seen uh, from, from customers or people you've talked to?
1: Well, just to add on to that point before we go any further, I totally agree with exactly what you're saying. That's awesome. And just to like even put it in perspective, um, so each one of these droppers, full droppers is 300 milligrams and the serving size that it says on the container is 600 milligrams. The average, uh, the RDA for an adult male is between 550 and 600 milligrams. So you're getting your RDA right there. But generally, if you look into optimal RDA, because the RDA uh, was developed by the FDA to see what was the minimal amount of vitamins and minerals that somebody would need to carry a box and not fall over in the army during World War II. So, okay, you're not gonna die. <laughs> if you go below that, you're gonna start seeing some significant uh, you know, detractors on your state. And in, in general, a lot of these optimal numbers that you'll see are gonna be double, triple, or even four times that number. So, I mean, a large percentage of people in population uh, studies will be deficient. So a lot of people aren't even getting that 550 to 600 milligrams. So, you know, adding in 300, 600 milligrams is well within the safe realm of just, you know, milligrams, compared to the amount that our body uses.
0: Sure, there we go. Um, w- one of the other things I wanna note before, on the topic of kind of overdosing on something, it sounds really scary, but what, what's really interesting is um, the overdose symptoms of choline is the, the same as deficiency. So if, if you go too far, you, you supplement, oh, I'm, I'm six doses in today, what's gonna happen? you're gonna to start to experience some brain fog and the, the same symptoms as being deficient in it. What's also interesting is a ton of your body uses choline, right? It's, it's in your skin cells, it's in, it's in your muscle cells. So it's not just in your brain. So it's not something that like you're gonna overdose and have so much in it, uh, so much in one spot that it's not gonna be used in other places. Choline is a critical, um, it's a required nutrient for for your body, not just as a nootropic, not just as something to get above and beyond performance, it's a required nutrient for your body, and that's that was only recently, relatively recently, agreed to be a required nutrient, to, um, which is I think is fascinating. That you know, new science comes out, new um, you know standards come out. You know, we, it was the, the the RDAs were developed for military to carry a box. How, how do we preventers? What's the minimum we can give them? Make sure they don't they don't pass out or die. But we see that you know across a lot of things we see um, standards shift over time, right? We, we testosterone is a great example. Um, I, I don't want to get too into that, but you know we've seen that sliding scale that range that's acceptable shifting down over time, and some people get frustrated by that um, because it, it it's showing suboptimal levels of health. So potentially, it, I'm not going to make a claim right now, but potentially the choline levels were even higher. What would it be a recommended, um, not daily allowance, but recommended, recommended daily dose? Potentially that could be much higher than what the RDA is, the recommended daily allowance.
1: Yeah, and even for the RDA, RDA, I mean, the what I found to be very interesting is that for pregnant and breastfeeding mothers, it goes up by between uh, when you're, I think when you're pregnant, it goes up by about fifty, and then when you're breastfeeding it goes up by over a hundred so it's like it's one of those things that's critical in brain development of infants and either in utero or in infants through the breast milk and it's like that's that's a huge that's a huge thing right there you know it's one of those critical nutrients for kids right there with b12 and foley that you know they tell mothers like you should be supplementing or it's actually going to affect brain development if you're deficient in this and you know i mean it just goes to show how critical this is in the way that your brain operates
0: right yeah there's, there's the nootropic benefit but then also that that critical nutrient uh element of it uh you know the studies are showing you know the significant demands of of this as a nutrient from when you're three months to six months to a year old it it, it escalates dramatically of how much is actually required because those are those critical stages of brain development. When you're an infant, um, you know, growing into a toddler, your brain is just exploding in size and exploding in complexity. And this is one of those nutrients that clearly is correlated to the, the, that development. So I did want to get into um, a little bit of like outside of the, the nootropic benefits, there was a study about neuroprotective benefits. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to, you know, give it a, a read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, we we talk about you know brain fog, but there's the other side is is you know your neurons can get damaged over time, right? You, you do environmental things. You drink a little alcohol because you're having fr- you know, your friends over. Uh, you're having wine with your beautiful red steak. Um, those are all things that are you know causing potential damage to your brain. Um, what was what was the study basically saying that i had sent over to you
1: um basically just the neuroprotective aspect of dietary choline i mean they look at all these neurodegenerative issues uh you know if it's just mental uh you know cognitive sores going down as you age or if it's actually you know alzheimer's or dementia and you know they have a lot of different reasons for this but some of that is just like the brain is not getting the right fuel it's not being able to get rid of its waste and it's like these very simple things that are over time really becoming a burden on the brain so it's like if we can make sure that our brain's operating critically now you know the best measure of health we have for the future is how healthy we are now so you know, the the more optimal that our brain is working now, those nutrients going in and that waste coming out, that's going to, you know, it's only beneficial going forward, you know. So, I mean, with all these cognitive decline type things, there isn't one thing that they say is the definite. But, I mean, the, in this study, at least specifically, it does say that it is... Uh, it can prevent or decrease uh, age-related memory decline and can possibly have some protective benefits for the brain. And I mean, it just makes common sense, really. I mean, it's not like some massive claim, you know, like it's not gonna be a cure or anything like that, but you know, the healthier your brain is now, the more the more benefits you're gonna have going forward.
0: Right, yeah, I think the, the dementia and Alzheimer's um, studies are really interesting. Um, as, you know, they're the worst case scenario for brains, right? They're they're the ones that are suffering the most. They're experiencing memory, spatial reasoning, um, you know, analytical ability decline that you can map that out to how that could benefit you when you're not at that stage in life. You know, somebody, you know, target demographics for nootropics are people from 18 to 35, which is the same range as most supplements. And that's the target demo for most things. But what people don't realize is, you know, your brain from the instant you're you're, you're past that crest, you're declining, right? You're you're aging, your joints are wearing out, but your brain's also declining. And so, you know, giving that fuel to the brain, giving it the most neurotransmitters to fire off gives you the best chance of of success, right? An aging car, you're not going to give it the crummiest gas. You're going to try to give it, you know, regular oil changes. You're going to try to, you know, give it a good air filter every once in a while you're going to take care of it. And then it's going to run for a long time without, you know, sputtering down the road. Same thing with your brain. You got to treat it right. And so.
1: And changing the air filter is not going to change something in the engine, but it's right. going to support the engine to do its job the best. And, you know, that's kind of the angle that we're coming at this. One. So that's right. a great. I love that. You know, and <laughs> even just from an antidotal, uh, thing, I mean, my grandma on my, on my dad's side, is dealing with neurodegenerative decline and you know i've got her on gpc i mean i don't know you know I, i'm somebody who's just say try anything if it helps 0.01 you know that was something you know so not making claims or anything like that but i thought that it was beneficial enough to say it's worth a try you know and you know i mean we'll see how she feels with it and everything else but it was uh
0: at least for me it
1: was it was enough to say it's worth a try.
0: Yeah, I, I had somebody in my circle who took the MCAT and absolutely knocked them out of the park. And um you know this isn't going to make you a stellar student. It is going to allow you to have the resources available, the focus available, the motivation um, that allows you to 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 perform your best. If you, if you're a stellar MCAT tester, you're going to perform at that level. Um you know the, the other day I had a, a really important presentation that I had to kill. So I mega dosed the brain fuel and I think I knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, I, I think that that's what the resounding um, feedback was from that meeting. And I think that you know, having those resources is something that you know, any biohacker, any person that really wants to get the most out of life really should, should take advantage of.
1: Completely agree.
0: Let, let's, let's touch on um, the, I've got three of the, the CBD supplements in front of me. I've got tincture, the bomb, and then the capsules um, in front of me, and I just want to ask from as I wasn't part of the CBD ideation process, you know I've got the bomb in front of me what what is the reason I would want to take the bomb or use this in my day to day life or uh, in athletic performance so I've got the
1: bomb here too you know it's a uh, it's just like a green sports bomb. Uh, once you rub it in it doesn't really affect the color of the skin but it's really great because it's a very very high concentration of cbd you put the tiny little bit on your finger and you have a huge dose of cbd and so anything that's a very like superficial type of ache and pain you know like if it's way deep in the joint it's not it's not really the right application but something like especially like wrists and hands where like the mechanism of the inflammation is much closer to the surface. Sure. It makes a really big difference of you could put it on that sore spot. If it's a knee an ankle and you, even, you know, I put it on my shoulders all the time, just for the muscular aspect of like my mu- like, you know, I hit shoulder day, my trap was getting kind of a little too involved. I can throw this on there and it really just relaxes that muscle and, you know, so I've got the CBD in there. I've got Arnica calendula and then just essential oils and other things. But those are homeopathic uh, blends. Just like one is like a menthol and the other one is for muscle healing. So there's a multiple different things that are working in this and it has a really big impact on that local inflammation, that local muscle tightness, that local pain. It does, you know, give that cooling sensation that can help really decrease the pain sensation in that area. And I mean, when I have a sore muscle or a sore joint, this is the first thing I reach to to just like throw it on there. Uh, you know, I used to use tiger balm and I don't even think I own any anymore.
0: Yeah. I think this is, you know, above and beyond the, the best topical solution for, for, especially after my bench days, my shoulders get so beat up. Um, a little application on the front of the shoulder you know symptoms go away you know overnight I'll, I'll put it on before i go to bed and you know next day it feels like i didn't even hit a bench session in terms of you know, you know i know you said deep in the joint but you know that that the uh the tendon from the, from the bicep that runs through the shoulder that gets so beat up and you know I'm trying to reduce the inflammation trying to reduce the wear and tear on that tendon is really important i don't want to be 60 years old and hobbling around and complaining about the days that i was this and i was that and i'd rather be able to do that when i'm at that age so i think Listen that's great- to the
1: body's whispers and you won't have to hear it yell at you
0: Yes, it's a good way of putting it how about the uh the tincture we talked about brain fuel as a tincture how about cbd as a tincture
1: yeah so i'm a big fan of the cbd tincture it's really my go-to is the 1200 milligram tincture which is uh the stronger one a full dropper of this is 40 milligrams. And so generally how most people take the CBD to start is an hour before bed, take about 20 milligrams. And that's like just a really general dose for most people, but you will have to find your dose. Like I tend to take between 40 and 80 milligrams before sleep just because I'm a little bit of a bigger guy. I tend to have a little bit more of a tolerance to things. And that gets me out for the night like a baby you know it is just amazing and but i like the tincture because cbd has all these different benefits be it inflammation be it pain be it anxiety or stress and that variable in uh that variable dosing i can take a huge dose early in the night if i want to kind of flip my circadian rhythm oh i went to bed at one o'clock the last few nights okay i'm going to take 80 milligrams at nine o'clock and be in bed early and get a full night's sleep. Right. Or I can take five milligrams with my coffee and be like, I get a little too jittery and stressed out. I have a crazy day. That's gonna take the edge off of that. Or, oh man, my I, I really messed up my shoulder on that bench day. And the next day you're like, you wanna reach for an Advil. Personally, I would reach for five or 10 milligrams of CBD. Not enough to get you tired, but enough to really make a difference in those metrics of the way that you're, you know, perceiving the pain from your joint or the inflammation. And it's it's really a game changer. It's a great thing to have in my cupboard for all of those different things: pain, sleep, inflammation, uh, stress, anxiety. It's it's really amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I I took um, you know, being a biohacker kind of guy, I have uh, you know, soft gels. So I actually took the 1200 milligrams, made three, uh, double zero capsules and, you know, popped them in. Uh, I had taken, I hadn't tracked my caffeine that day and, you know, going to bed. And I was like, I am ready to kill the day. It's like, it's first thing in the morning. So I realized I really needed to kind of put myself to sleep. So I took those three capsules. I slept like a baby. I felt like a champ the next day, despite the fact that I was probably in the territory of, you know three to five hundred milligrams of caffeine. Again, I didn't track it that day, which was really an oversight. But all that had happened after four o'clock in the afternoon. So like I would have been up till two in the morning. This put me to bed and I was able to kill it the next day.
1: And you know, after- you'll
0: hear all
1: kinds of benefits from CBD. You know, you'll you'll hear antidotally people tell you, you know, all kinds of things that I don't want to like say as a claim, but it's just the fact that this is something that just helps you relax you know it helps you be able to take a deep breath shift yourself into that rest and digest state and in our modern society with caffeine and screens and go 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 there's always something next to people can be in that fight or flight response that sympathetic tone for god knows how long you know and it can be really hard to shift into that rest and digest state of like getting a true good night's sleep or really being able to relax and eat and digest your food properly and so this is just one of those things that helps shift you into that and when you're in rest and digest that's when your body goes into repair mode you know all those things that have been coming up on the check engine line of your body they don't get addressed while you're in fight or flight this might be a line right here i gotta run for my life it's in rest and digest when your own body gets to start healing itself in the things it's been trying to address for a long time, but it hasn't had the space. So you give your body a deep breath and a night to just be stress-free and calm, all of a sudden your body starts working wonders for itself. And that's really the beautiful thing about CBD, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's strange. I think you you People have radically different experiences. Some people are non-responders. Some people are hyper-responders. It's like caffeine. Some people can have a cup of coffee and then take a nap. Some people mm-hmm. can have a cup of coffee and you know be off the walls. I know somebody who had a Red Bull for the first time. They were chaotic, uh, to say <laughs> to say the least. They're just a hyper-responder. They they so with CBD it's the same thing. You know I think I'm generally speaking kind of down the road with CBD. With uh with a lot of supplements, I'm very much in the middle. I don't hyper respond to things. But mega dosing, I, I really think the in the supplement space, mega dosing on the supplements that are able to do that is one of those things that works for me. When I megadose something, I can see a benefit in an acute sense and I can dial that back. You know, you, you mentioned that um, you know, a little C B D in your coffee. You know, I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna step away from buttered coffee, but when when I know that I want to enjoy my cup of coffee, but I also don't want to be jittery because that's one of the absolute downsides of caffeine is although you can ameliorate symptoms of ADHD with a little dose of caffeine, too much caffeine can make you the most ADHD person ever. And so the, I've, I've noticed that CBD does that. It kind of pulls that, it rains it in, it rains in that, the benefits of caffeine to be actually usable. You know, Sit down, do some writing on a cup of coffee, it's not going to happen i'd rather check emails and also look at that and also look at the other thing it's chaos but um you know dialing that back focus in on the writing that i need to do you know if i'm going to write a press release that's that's the go-to being that smooth you know people people call it the flow state for a reason and that's the kind of mental feeling that you're having um i don't know if we have any experience have you have you stacked some cbd and some brain fuel for like a morning routine yet
1: not in the morning. Um, but I have as far as usually it's with caffeine. So like, I, I guess maybe like a mid afternoon thing, because actually, um, I had a day that I had like multiple tests and, uh, you know, you take a two hour test and it's exactly that brain fatigue that we've been talking about. Of like, oh my God, I don't have any neurotransmitters left, you know? And you're like, So that was kind of my stack is, okay, I'm going to have a very big cup of coffee and I'm going to have the brain fuel of, I think that I took 900 milligrams or so. And I also took about five or 10 milligrams of CBD of just like, I don't want those. I do use caffeine a lot, especially if it's in the morning or in the midday. And it's like, you don't want those side effects of the caffeine and cbd really does help me mitigate those side effects despite the fact that i do use caffeine i'm able to still operate pretty normally i don't get too you know like anxious or jittery and and it's uh it helps a lot with that
0: sure yeah and that that was the other thing you said 900 milligrams that's because that worked for you Yes. If you wanted to dial that back and you only took 600 milligrams, you dial that back even further, you take 300. Again, the beauty of not having it in a capsule, capsules that um, I think a g- generic capsule is 200 milligrams. One of those capsules that you would take a 200 milligram dose of alpha GPC for a powdered form has a bunch of fillers in it. You know, that's, that's another side effect of, of not having it in that liquid form is there's a bunch of fillers that they don't disclose. And if they do disclose it's some generic, hey, it's you know, rice flour or something like that. And so, you know, being able to dose it to your precise dose without any of that is just a really beautiful solution.
1: I know that both of us have dealt with all kinds of digestional issues. And that's something that people do talk about a lot of whether well, it's the type of capsule or the fillers used, sometimes they can really set people's digestive systems off. And you know, sometimes people don't look at that kind of stuff. So it's very key.
0: Yeah, I think I think having the mindset of of being a biohacker um, or somebody who likes to play around with all those aspects of their lifestyle, you know, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, movement, things like that, um, it really makes you like to some extent micromanage, and you know, you're micromanaging a lot of things. But then, you know, the important things are the boxes that you want to check. Are Are you getting the nutrients? Okay, you know, the other night I had some beef heart you know that was re- a really great solution for me to get a ton of you know really bioavailable antioxidants got my protein in but you know i also wanted to enjoy the food that was at the table so like you know when we're micromanaging things as small as like whether it be a vegetable g- capsule or a beef capsule the most mainstream people don't care about that but it's a, a readily accessible box you can check by taking you know these liquid liquid solutions the uh the you know alpha gpc in um you know it's got let, let's just go through it actually i just i figured i'd pick up the bottle we got de um deionized water and vegetable glycerin and then you've got your alpha gpc is there any word in there that's super complicated it's pretty standard right you you've got three components to it and it's it's a beautifully clean simple solution um you know with with a <laughs> cbd it's similarly simple you know it's certified organic 100% mct oil from um fractionalized coconut oil and then all of that has CBD infused into it boom you know like do do i need to have a science degree to read those ingredients like you do in other supplements not at all
1: simple is better and i mean even just look at the the supplement or the nutritional labels in the grocery store i mean your average snack bar is like takes a degree to uh <laughs> to decode what the heck is in those things so simple is really better when it comes to i mean generally anything that you're putting in your body
0: right yeah i think you know in in the direction that company's heading whole plant medicine is heading you know we, we started with the turk it's a one ingredient supplement we moved to uh, alpha gpc brain fuel another one ingredient supplement whether we do move to formulas that are stacks is some you know a conversation i think we're going to have um you know using our understanding of you know, biology and the benefits of specific stacks. That's, I think, a conversation we're going to end up having. But, you know, right now, these one ingredient solutions allow you as a customer to figure out what works for you, right?
1: Absolutely. People can dial it in to whatever degree that they want for that specific
0: metric. Right. So you know, let's, let's, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, outside of the, we've been chilling our supplements for a little while uh let's let's talk lifestyle and um and and biohacking and stuff like that have you been playing around with any kind of a new workout routine or anything like that
1: um so i actually i did about two weeks of kickboxing so that was a nice little break from strength training Um, i mean i definitely over the winter uh (laughs) didn't exactly double down on my cardio we could say so that was a nice little thing to just kick it in the butt kind of get that cardio aspect back remind myself that I was a little bit out of shape when it comes to uh the cardiovascular health so that was that was a little fun um sidestep uh I mean right now I'm back in the gym just doing normal strength training but adding that cardio back in so I think that generally mixing it up when it comes to exercise can be really great to get fresh eyes, fresh, you know, walk in the gym a lot more excited to do the same thing you were doing before when you get to change it up a little bit, hit the bag, you know, get some, uh, get some aggression out, uh, everything like that.
0: Sure, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at getting some uh, cardio in uh, one day, you know? No, I, I do, <laughs> I do end up some cardio. Um, I did uh, acquire a really awesome road bike recently um, so nice. I'm looking to get, um, some miles on the road, some, you know, r- rubber, rubber to the pavement, um, put in some, you know, miles before work and things like that. But I am a, a fair weather cardio person. Um, when it does get cold, I, I'm not the kind of person who's going to go out and do running in the rain. Uh, you know, I'm, I'll do some miles on the stationary bike. I'll do some miles on the treadmill, but y- you won't see me running through the rain. Uh, not a David Goggins in that respect, but you'll see me once it warms up a little bit, Uh, I'll be putting some miles there.
1: I'm a big fan of like just low heart rate, steady state stuff. I mean, like if you're going to go for uh, some run one time a week and try to see how many calories you can burn, you're probably much better off going for a couple 10 minute walks every day or, you know, a half hour walk every day. Just like that constant movement um, is just really, really good for every aspect of your body. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I think getting those those building blocks in place first of like, okay, let's get my daily life a little bit more active of I don't just sit in the chair for five days a week and then do cardio for one or two days a week. of Just getting your normal life, like take the stairs, go for a walk after your meal, you know, go for a half hour walk and that's like the building block and then from there you can add on these bigger metrics of you know going for runs and doing other kinds of cardio
0: yeah sure the um the mark bell philosophy is you know after after dinner get a walk in just a 10 yeah. minute walk but so his philosophy you know it's 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 very true right a lot of people don't get enough steps in a lot of people sit a lot um you might see my shoulders wobble a little bit um, i'm on my wobble stool right now um, nice. so you know, again, that's that biohacking thing. I, this is a ac- recent acquisition. I, I was, I was really hating the the binary setup I had. I had a standing desk, or I was sitting in an office chair, and I just didn't like that. So I I found that this um, this pedestal wobble stool really, you know, does wonders. Um, you know, I can wobble. I can let my lower back move, let that joint move. Um, it's definitely helped me in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I I think this has been a great conversation. I want to I want to wrap it up with, um, you know, we we kind of hinted at it, but the direction of the company um, content that they're going to see on social medias uh, for whole plant medicine.
1: Just general lifestyle interventions, you know, how you can, you know, we really do want to put that health back in your hands. We want to empower our customers to say, you can live a healthy life. You don't need a doctor. You don't need, I mean, you need a doctor, but like, you know, you don't need for every single micromanaged thing of your life. You don't need a doctor. Uh, there's so many powerful interventions that people can do for themselves with food, diet, lifestyle supplements. And, you know, that's really the direction of having, making intentional positive changes in your own life to get a healthier outcome of, you know, if it's, I can pick up my kids or it's I don't fall asleep at lunch or any of these things that people deal with that, you know, just like I said earlier in the podcast, you listen to your body's whispers and you won't have to hear it scream. And a lot of times people just don't want to pay attention to anything. And by the time that they're addressing the issue, it's a huge problem with some uh, named medical diagnosis versus if you can address Okay, am I eating three meals a day? What's the content of those meals? What's the quality of those meals? You know, like, what are some nutritional deficiencies? You're getting ahead of your problems, and it's also going to affect you in the short term of you're going to be happy, healthy, strong, positive attitude. All these different things are going to be increasing in your life. So, that's really what I'm focused on. I think that's what we're focused on. That's the mission of the company. And, you know, it's, we're all about giving the power to the people, how to make intentional, positive changes in their life for increasing their health.